0: We're watching Dadnapped. Why? Because we must. On Dizzy Channel Original Friendship.
1: Come and take an hour and listen to delightful commentary. Our own drunk spin. becomes comes totally divine. But they are even better with gin and vermouth. Who It's a grown up content straight from the hip. It's Dizzy Channel.
0: Shocking that you're doing that. Shocking the number of times I've edited that out. Um, (laughs) You should save them all. I'm I'm trying this, like, uh, I think it's Virgil's Sugar-Free Root Beer, and not bad. I mean, I don't like how sugar-free stuff, like, it feels almost too sweet still. Yeah.
1: Um... Once the aftertaste, time. the aftertaste of sugar-free things or, or sugar substitutes. It like um, rests
0: in your cheeks and on your tongue.
1: And I just, I cannot stand that. It makes me um, just go, Ugh.
0: Yeah, I, it was the root beer that was at Trader Joe's though. So there you go. To Virgil's, the, if f- if it's the root beer cool. at Trader Joe's. Um,
1: I used uh, the root beer in my refrigerator, which was A&W.
0: I was gonna go with A and W. I was gonna assume that. Uh, I'm not and sure. And then I put it a, root in a beer mug. Base drink. Did
1: you see how I put it in a mug?
0: Yes, I thought that because was because I was like, trying root to
1: root in a mug. Yeah. yeah
0: and we're just doing all the root beer jokes. So today our movie is Dad Napped, which I've never seen a trailer for. I've never seen anything about. Uh, it looks like it's just one big Hannah Montana reunion, though, with uh, Jason Earls, Moises Arias, and uh, Emily Osment. And but then, then David Henry is in this. and then too. throw David Henry from Wizards of Waverly Place in it. Um, and then George Newbern, who was the dad in Buffalo Dreams, which we just did a few weeks ago, uh, he is the dad in this. He is oh, he's the pinnacle. D- uh, he is the titular dad who was napped. Wouldn't it be funny if it was just about dads napping everywhere? But our cocktail is. It's root beer and vodka, and so it's our "quote unquote" Dad's root beer, which is funny because there's a root beer brand called Dad's, dad's. which yeah. I would say Dad's root beer is my favorite root beer. If I, I was agree. to like, if I was to pick a root beer, that's my favorite. But I am drinking Virgils. Could not find Dad's root beer last minute, but you know what? It's it's cool. What and you're drinking A and W. I am it's- and Dad. And dadnapped is about Melissa. And she had a bad case of sibling rivalry. Only her competition is a fictional character in her, bo- in, her bothers. in her father's in her father's best selling novel about a super sp- a teenage super spy. When her father is dadnapped, see full summary. Um, when her father is dadnapped by a group of overzealous fans, it's up to Melissa to help him uh, to help him by tapping in her uh, tapping her. Inner superhero. Man, I'm going to have to edit the crap out of that. <laughs> it was oh, well. Uh, Emily Osment is the star. David Henry appears to like play a friend. Same with Jason Earls. Uh, there's some great names like Trip Zoom. Wheeze. Andre. His name's Trip Zoom? Trip Zoom is uh, a character. It's oh, played okay. by a guy named Jonathan Kelts. I'm reading the character's names, not... Yeah. Not it's the like, actor's name.
1: That's a crazy name. The Children. director, Sheldon Skunk.
0: Oh, Skunk. No, I'm just reading
1: the director. The director Paul Hohen, who also directed "Read Him, Read em and Weep." Jump
0: yeah. in. Yeah, we've talked about him. All we had things. like a whole. We had a whole discussion about how amazing he is after we saw Cloud Nine. Yes. Yeah, so yes. Oh, so he it's our Cloud Nine. <laughs> I forgot. We're, we're an official Paul Hohen podcast now. Also, he's going to be doing... Um, Zombies 2. Zombies. Well, he we ta- did it because... We, of, yeah, we, it's it, coming out soon. We, we, yeah. we talked about all of this like two episodes ago. This is so weird. I think you might have been a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Was I drinking? Yeah. No, probably a yeah, little yeah, bit. A little You're bit. drinking the Cloud uh, 9? The Cloud 9 cocktail? Uh, yeah, Cloud 9 cocktail. Also, That's
1: what so happens. He just uh, forget after- conversations and try to rehave them.
0: After we watched Cloud Nine, I, I Instagram stalked Luke Benward a little bit. I was like, what's his deal? What's, his, what's going on? Oh, and he is dating Ariel Winter from Modern Family. Alex oh. from Modern Family. They're like a legit couple. Uh, and I just watched, I literally watched all of High Fidelity, the TV show that came out on Hulu. Is he in that? Uh, no. Um, oh. But Dove Cameron's boyfriend who plays uh, Hook's son in the Descendants movies, is in it. Yes. He takes over uh, sort of, so, funny enough, so like Zoe Kravitz is the star. Her mom, Lisa Bonet, is in the movie playing a character named Maria LaSalle, um, who's like a musician that the mm-hmm. the protagonist like hooks up with and has like a little bit of a thing with. Uh, so they, they do, it's not directly... Like word for word the film, it's mm-hmm. a lot more elaborate. It's lo- really great music. I highly recommend just sitting down watching all of it. Like I mean, I hope you can trust me after you watched all of Dollface that I Dollface I feel like so good, right? It's good. Brenda's um, song
1: was brilliant. I loved I
0: her. loved the scene at brunch though. Like how brunch was church. Oh, that mm-hmm. was hilarious to me. I love like the combination of uh you know exaggerated fiction kind of like from reality. It's fu- I find it fun. Uh, a little bit. What's there's a there was a TV show that came out a while back that was like it was something about like the end of the universe or something like that. But like I it, think it, that's
1: what it's called. It, it was
0: like a little bit. It was a little bit like fictionalized. it's sort of the personality. Um, what if, which is a movie with Daniel Radcliffe and Zoe Kazan and a young a younger Adam Driver and uh, Mackenzie no not Mackenzie Foy maybe Mackenzie Foy, Mackenzie Davis from San Junipero. God, I feel like I'm Rain Man right now, which is not accurate because Rain Man was not Dustin Hoffman's character. But, uh, yeah, so What If has some animations and stuff that goes on. Anyway, Zoe Kravitz is the star. It's, it's I think it's, ten episode, it's eight or ten episodes. But the, the Maria LaSalle character is this Scottish guy named Liam, played by, and he's young, and like he's supposed to be young. Mm-hmm. So, and it's played by that actor, And so that's what I found funny was like because Zoe Kravitz has her connection to High Fidelity already. But yeah, so that was fun. Like there was some it's it, it is some fun and complex characters. I love a character that is just really like has a lot of emotional damage that they have to work through. Yeah, it's nice. So, yeah, it's it's fun. Now, I did
1: have a tiny piece of trivia that I didn't realize because I had never heard of the show. Mm-hmm. Um but I rewatched um uh Descendants 3. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Disney's Descendants 3. There we go. Um gotcha. and the guy who plays Gaston's son? Yes. He's from Letterkenny.
0: He oh, plays cool. one of the I never uh, watched Letterkenny. Players
1: uh it's really funny it's very clever
0: you I, and I our pod our podcast siblings to the northeast have have recommended this show now to me yeah it's really funny. it's not for like lack of wanting to watch it it's just there's so much content all the time and i'm not gonna lie half the time i'm just rewatching nick kroll and john mulaney's uh introductions oh, to the and Indi- Indi- no let me finish you're right uh (laughs) no uh (laughs) uh, i i watched the there they do they hosted the independent spirit awards two years in a row and i enjoyed that and it's like 20 minutes of comedic brilliance and so i we were we rewatched that like three times a month at least in the house it's just a weird thing but now that now maybe you'll watch it because it's just it's funny it's actually um, it
1: actually cycles through my recommended, and I always watch it every time.
0: Okay, see, so like, so you understand, like, yes. it's, 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 there's two of them, they're funny, There are some really enjoyable little moments, but I definitely quote that. Those, it's, it's such a weird inside baseball thing to, to watch consistently, but you know what, it is what it is. Clearly, we're super excited to watch this movie, because we have talked about so many other things. Now, I have to say... I
1: I don't. You have This to say has it. always been the one that I just skipped. Yep. So it's not
0: even that I have a negative judgment. It's just, I never wanted to watch it. I never even I knew just, the premise. Like, I think the name is very nope. off-putting. So we're going to really yes. have to find a better name and really push for Disney to change it. Yes. Uh, because I think it is the name. The, and that is what's funny to me is so many of these movies, I feel like they phone in the name. Mm -hmm. Because I think they make it a little too cutesy for for the the like preteen teenage crowd, which is honestly, I feel like when I started watching DComs, was I was a preteen. Yeah, because they're
1: from. um, Well, they are an an idealized view of what high school is Mm -hmm. that a lot of middle schoolers see.
0: Yeah, and so I think I think that's the thing, is you have to appeal to all those potential audience members. And it yeah. does not appeal to my, my early 30s sensibilities, I guess. You know,
1: I have to say Lemonade Mouth. I love that movie, but I do think that the name of the band, Lemonade Mouth, is stupid. And I think yep. the name of the movie, Lemonade Mouth, is stupid. I, I, I think... It feels like they phoned that that in. Agreed. Like, they just really couldn't. Like, it was a stopgap thing that they just stuck in the script until they could figure out a name and then uh, missed that
0: I can't even remember what we chose for the titles for Lemonade Mouth, but I feel like they were better.
1: I think mine probably had something to do with Peggy Warburton. I think it did.
0: I think that was around the time I started putting a veto on you using Peggy Warburton as the movie title. Because there were, I think there were like five or six movies that you retitled something with Peggy Warburton. I was like, Mm -hmm. I respect the first few, but at a certain point, it's like that point where like you do a joke enough times and then at a certain point it gets old. And then if you do it a few more times, it gets funny again. I think I put a stop to it before it got funny again, which is my bad for not just seeing it through to fruition. But at a certain point I was like, no. (laughs) Here's the thing is that
1: I had gotten really lazy.
0: Yeah, well, the, uh, I, I, I felt really like we were getting was. we were getting Austiny because have you ever noticed there are certain episodes of Met uh, uh, of Twenty Minutes of Banter where it's like Austin, talk, God damn it, <laughs> anything, what's going on? Yep.
1: Although you know, I like playing um, Twenty Minutes of Banter because it's like having a quick lunch with uh, the two of them, and and then you can uh, walk away. Forget I'm there. And yeah. they forgot I was there. <laughs>
0: so you don't have to do any of the work.
1: Yeah, and I'm just eating my food, and it's awesome.
0: Yeah, um, that sounds right. Yeah. That, that's how they should market it. It's like having a lunch with Dan and Austin that you can put on pause and walk away from. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Austin texted me the other day about Dan abusing me by sending me photos of Takeaway Waititi, because he got to see Takeaway Waititi talk. Um. And he was like, oh, "Don't he's what? uh what was it exactly he said it was funny i was I was dealing with my car breaking down, so I wasn't mm-hmm. super responsive and so I was like there there, there it goes. The one chance I had to be friends with Austin the one time he initiated communication with me." Yeah, he said, if Dan texts you again about having listened to Taika Watiti, you tell him. I said, fuck you, it's a form of bullying. And I said, he called me, I cried. And then he said, that's bullying to me. Trust me, I'm a theremin.
1: theremin.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what an electric musical instrument. Uh, Although I was do like, does anything. that mean like
1: depending I, on where you touch him, he squeals? And yeah, space. I think it was
0: supposed to be therapist. Or I maybe, like theremin better. Or maybe it corrected to ther. I don't know. This is my question with Austin. Half of what he says, I'm like, is this was this intentional or accidental? I th- feel like that's that's the slogan of Austin Logan. All right, is it intentional or accidental? We know about his birth being accidental, but uh yeah. Alright, let's watch this movie. We've talked about everything we possibly
1: can. Yeah, we don't have any excuse now. I poured an extra shot for myself. Shot for dad. Shot for dad. And uh I'm gonna take it right now for you guys. I'm sure this will Pour it out over for the f- homies. Great. Hold on. Ugh. Okay. That was great. So uh
0: We'll be back
1: after these messages.
0: Today's podcast brought to you by Austin Logan. Intentional or accidental? Hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. You were really going for like a strong clap that one and I really liked it. And we're back. <laughs> that was a very seamless <laughs> just how you did that. I'm, I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm really impressed. Thank you. Uh Fuck. So I briefly I've never had this I've never had this sorry, sorry, I've never had the situation where someone had like their redeeming speech and I'm like, okay, you still fucking suck. A fucking man. Like that's not a goddamn excuse. Like
1: you're still a really you're not a very good parent.
0: Well, yeah, it's just, like, just because, like, she inspired your books and you gave her an award at the end doesn't mean you weren't a shitty father. I Dare I say, he's the worst parent I've ever encountered in a DCOM because it's not like he, like, it's close with the dad from Double Teamed. But the thing is, he... This is before like being woke and like being present like that like that that wasn 't the vernacular, but like he kind of he 's the worst kind of person in in the parent in the he's the worst kind of absentee parent because he is ignorant to his ignorance he 's a narcissist he 's so simple. narcissistic, he cares so he 's so unaware but he he does it under the guise of being a fun dad. And so it's like it's not like he's like the, the what I don't like about him is he plays nice to everyone but his kid and whereas like I I'm I guess I don't think the like intense coach kind of dad which is often what you're seeing or the like like dad fa- traveling and father dad. Yeah. I don't think they're as bad because it seems like they're like, I'm tough because I love you. Not saying that's fair, but they're aware of how much they suck, I think. And he is not. And so I think he wins the award for worst absentee parent. He gets the WAP award. Yes. And course. that's all I care I care to say about this film. It, the platform is yours, Maya.
1: All right, well... We have the tale of a girl with Melissa uh, Melissa has she has some problems. She is hallucinating the image of the character that her father <laughs> created that he seems to through his words and actions love more than he loves his own child. Um he and then uh she wants to spend time with this
0: piece of shit guy. Um, Well, it's like, well, what's funny is I feel like she is the best example of daddy issues I've ever seen because she likes this guy. She ends up going for a guy who is just like her dad, played by David Henry, which also was weird to me. No chemistry, zero chemistry. It didn't seem
1: like they really liked each other.
0: I mean to be fair, the last real example of chemistry we got in a DCOM was cloud 9 and boy boy were there were there sparks there. That was that was probably the most chemistry I've ever seen in a decom.
1: Like it's possible they were dating for a brief period during that time.
0: I would not be shocked. Yeah. I would not not be shocked. I'm not saying that they were. No, this is not like we're not saying that like Ben and scoop. Steph Cameron. Hey, guys, oh. welcome to the Disney Hey, guys, scoop. welcome to the Disney Scoop. Hey, Maya, guess what? What? I'm drunk.
1: <laughs> Me too, because you know what? <laughs> I was having a really tough time with this movie, so I took another shot.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, well, so I realized, like, I had finished my drink, like, a half hour in, so I'm like, oh, I'll make it a little stronger so it's less drinkable, but it wasn't, like, less drinkable. And so, guys, like, there should be a caution on this one. <laughs> It's a bit, it's a bit strong and it's, it, it does the job.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I also think that this movie was really difficult. There were, um, very few character redeeming moments. Like I just felt really bad for Melissa for a good portion of the time. Cause I'm like, I'm really sorry. Your dad's a piece of shit. Like even mom, or no, not mom, but best friend played by best friend from Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, It's the same character (laughs) because that was her voice. Uh, But she was like, "Were you expecting anything differently? Like your dad sucks."
0: Well, yeah, and I liked her mom. Like I didn't realize. So I I I spent like a a guessing game of what?
1: Feel bad for mom too because she was married to him.
0: Well, yeah, and like it took me a second. They, yeah, it wasn't really super clear, though, that they were divorced for a bit. And so, and then I was like, oh, yeah, like, no, I totally get it. Oh, no, that. she if said was, it. She said, honey, the
1: divorce, blah, blah, blah. And that's the only time they Oh, said that divorce. was like,
0: well, the, I missed that then. I guess that okay. was when I was making my other drink. So I guess it was like 10 minutes in that I was drunk. <laughs> um, well, guys, this movie, I think, honestly, the first thing we should do is we should workshop a better title okay because dadnapped is obviously awful I for a a while was thinking like floss exclamation point because it would get people interested and it's like the catchphrase of the character and it's really fucking stupid but this whole movie is fucking stupid so it would prepare you and give you the expectations but I have decided on uh oh gosh what was the what did I decide on it Oh, what was the, what was the term? Something enough. Zoom enough, right? Zoom enough. Zoom enough? Yeah, he says zoom, here's enough. zoom enough. So, zoom enough was what I, uh, my ultimate title was. I really need to write this shit down. Anastasia what? Zoom Enough. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Uh, so, zoom enough, but with an E for some reason. Because, yeah, why not? Uh, so, zoom enough is my alternate title. Maya, what is your alternate title? Oh, God, I hated this movie. So, Narcissus. <laughs> nice. Yeah. A little bit educated for the DCOM crowd. Not saying anyone who isn't educated that watches DCOMs, but that's expecting a lot of people to understand a lot, narcissism.
1: a lot out of, like, a, an 11-year-old. I, I
0: understand, but... I'm not... I'm not hundred percent sure I knew what narcissism... No, I think I did. I love, I love when people don't know what words mean. It's, it's okay. So cute cute. Little kids I think, say words wrong. It's just. I think kid. I used to think I was like that and I used words wrong, but I actually didn't. I used the words correctly. I just no one around me outside of my family knew what the words meant. But at Camp Odenopa, Maya, okay. i i was uh, I was given the Human Dictionary Award one year. Dope actually by uh yeah by Whitney, do you remember Whitney yep. uh Whitney, who was obsessed with Mark, who's your friend Amy's brother, <sighs> yeah uh and I remember I played Whitney in the camp, we did all the oh, counselors, that's awesome. yeah, so like someone was like Chris, and I think someone was Mark. Uh, I don't know. I think you and Amy were gone at that point. Yes, we were because I was in seventh. I want to say I was in seventh grade. Um, Yeah, I was gone. So, so yeah, this is so unnecessary. Anyway, I did a whole thing as
1: that's Whitney True.
0: I did a whole thing as Whitney. Why do we have these like funny like camp conversations with us? Well.
1: Cause, because we had a shared childhood that we didn't know we had.
0: It's so weird that we were, like, at camp together, though. Like, we were both... I Because we, we definitely overlapped. We definitely overlapped based on timeline and, like, who I know. Because Chris was my counselor. Okay, fuck. No, this is not working. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about this movie for, like, five minutes. Let's I just w- talk about the movie for like, don't, five minutes. I don't want to... <laughs> I'm editing, guys, just so you understand. I will have edited out, hold on, at this point, I will have edited out about eight minutes of this podcast, because we literally disliked this movie so much that we talked about camp. (laughs) Like, there was a camp tangent for, like, eight minutes. (laughs) I think uh, it's a pretty and, good tangent too. I think so too, but I also recognize no one who is listening to this gives a shit about our summer camp that we both happened to go to I don't know. at the same time just I was a few years younger. If Meg listens to this. Oh my god, do you still talk to Meg? Yeah. So like the thing is I loved Meg because my first name is Meg, guys. Fun fact if you are just tuning in now and didn't realize this. I've always known. And so that's always been a fun thing. Anyway. What were we talking about? We were talking about this movie. What movie did we watch? I watched Dadnapped. Ugh. Why didn't we do that?
1: Alright, because uh, we must.
0: Yeah, it was not one of our two movies that we gave a veto to, so I had nothing against this
1: movie. And here's the thing is that this Jason Earls as a bad guy is weird, though. Like, I can't really. Take I have that to. Seriously. Yeah, there was that. Also, though, I appreciated seeing him as the fully grown adult that he is and was, and not like that. him playing a kid. He was playing a teenager, and it was like, "You look like an adult."
0: It's weird, and it's creepy. very true. Um, um sorry, yeah, Jason no. Earls. no, I, I know Xander. On that, I agree on that, but like, I don't know, it was just, it Contri- wasn't that, it, yeah, I, I, I guess like it was just at a certain point, it's like, stop napping the dad, the dad's been napped enough, because guys, what they don't explain to you is he doesn't get napped once, He get na- he gets napped twice. <laughs> And then he almost dies. (laughs) Like it's just. But also the stakes are so low and so stupid. Well, the stakes and the motivations are ridiculous. And also, Mosby from Sweet Life is in it, and he's like, "What uh, an ex-con." He stole an elephant. (laughs) He He stole stole an an elephant. elephant. I don't know. It was just stupid, (laughs) guys. If you want to watch every decom, watch this movie. I'm not going to suggest you watch it though. It's not super good. I'm aware of what everyone in this movie is capable of, and I feel really bad for them. And this is this is this is a, a jump-in kind of moment where it's like you see some people, you see a great director, you're like, hey, I'm hoping for for good things, but you know what? Sometimes sometimes it's about the script. And the script was weird and convoluted and confusing, and there's not really a lot of redemption for the parent and I get that they were trying something different, but it didn't work for me um i'm if you're trusting me and Maya as the people that are going to lead you were your your quote unquote uh, culturally inappropriate spirit guides of decoms yes don't do it
1: now what I have to say is that this could have been good. The thing is, is that Paul Hohen is a good director,
0: and Emily Osment is a solid actress. David Henry has had his moments. Moises Arias has had a really impressive film career exactly. since his time in Disney. Like, I mean, even you've the ice some... place. The dad has played a lot of normal man. Brian Mackenzie and Father of the Bride, my first on-screen crush. He's like, it's like they had the bones,
1: but the guts. The things that are supposed to make it work The person who
0: put the guts in has literally never seen the diagram of a human body. Yes. Because it was like... like, The lungs go right here and points to the hips and then places them and thinks the kidneys go by your heart. Well,
1: here's the thing. It was like the writer of this movie wanted to raise the stakes, but the stakes got... I mean, each stake was frighteningly large. It's like the writer of this movie was raising the stakes at an uncomfortable pace. We start out with just dumb kids that are using the same kind of traps that the writer came up with to show how good they are so that they can win the contest and be in his next book. And then we have... He gets let go, and then he's grabbed by uh, actual, real um, kidnappers, but more like bumbly Disney com, Disney decom kind of kind of kidnappers. So they're they're sort of stupid and they're easily uh, easily manipulated. Mm-hmm. But you're not really afraid. I mean, uh, Mosby. I forget what his character's name was in this one, but Musby was. Sometimes he was kind of scary, like sometimes I was actually afraid. Like whoa, that was dark. Um, but then we go back to uh, Jackson. I don't remember Merv. That's Jason, it. Marv. Yeah, Merv. Uh, Jason Earls. Uh, Marv was. Like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna have you finish writing this book, and then I'm going to kill you and I was like, "Whoa, this is a jump like this is a dark jump, but at the same time, you got you keep trying to switch up and make it light with all the children running around mm. and being like we're super fans, and I didn't buy the 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 tone shifts. it was like. It was almost as if this movie was written by three different per- people and then squashed together and stitched. And then that's the movie that we got. Because And then Paul Cohen just was like, yeah, OK. And then I'm like, Paul, you can do better than
0: that. We're like, "Poly, Polly, Polly. Come on, buddy. Come on. Come on. Come on, hon. No, I think that's an accurate interpretation of this. Guys, see it if you want. But it's just, it's very convoluted and unnecessary. Yeah.
1: Well said. Unnecessary. Yes. (laughs) So, Maya? I'm sorry, on a what? I was just going to say, on a scale, great to Hitler, I would (laughs) rate this as Unnecessary
0: he would rate it as Winston Churchill? Winston, no, uh, Winston. Winston Churchill was totally necessary. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. No negative emails. Please don't add us. <laughs> we like him. I am a we big like fan him. of the He was a great wartime prime minister. Yes.
1: Absolutely. And Actually, that's really
0: all was. we have to say about him. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Winston Churchill podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Maya, was this worth it for you? <laughs>
1: no. This is one of the few times I'm going to say no. I like the drink, but honestly, the drink I drank good. to get through it. The drink yeah, was. Yeah, drink so- the drink. I drank the drink. Watch dr- Father of the Bride instead. Yeah, or also, guys, I don't know if you know this, but you can watch Splash on Disney Plus now instead of this movie. Ooh. Splash was the very first time I ever saw a Mermaid.
0: And then you became friends with me. (laughs) And then I'm like. (gasps) Yes. Um, And on that note, thanks for listening to our podcast. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) We'll talk about uh, camp for eight minutes. We'll talk about the movie for five. (laughs)